1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Well, we are talking about love and relationships all this week as we head towards Valentine's Day next week. And also this is marriage, um, marriage National Marriage Week where we focus in on marriages. But even though we promote marriages, we love marriage, we know that it's ordained by God, Sometimes marriages end in divorce, and we need to talk about what to do, practical ways to handle that, uh, if that's something you're struggling with right now or something that could come down the pike for someone you love. And so because of that, we're going to have a conversation with Counselor Sue Bradley. Uh, She is a counselor at Stewart Heights Baptist Church right there at the S-Curves. They have a counseling uh, center, biblical counseling for the entire community. She also nurtures and counsels post-abortive women. And she has written a booklet all about uh, just what to do right after a divorce. It's called When the Rain Comes. So good morning to you, Sue. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, Tabby. It's it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, um, I've just got a quick question for you just to kind of set up some background on all this, because every booklet, every help usually has a story behind it. And I'm just wondering, Sue, if you'd be willing to share a little bit of your story this morning. Well, Tommy, um, Tom, excuse me, <laughs> um, you know, God doesn't waste anything in our life, and, and he's, he has walked beside me uh, through a, a very difficult uh, time in my life, and uh, it, it just goes back to um, oh, back, back about 10 years ago uh, when I found myself uh, facing a divorce, an unwanted divorce. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to honor God and, and take the high road because emotions run so high when, it, when you're facing divorce. So I, I have written this booklet to help those who are, whose emotions are running really off the, off the charts mm-hmm. right now. And some things that I learned going through the process that would uh, bring me over to the other side with dignity and to honor God in the process. Yeah, that is so important. And Sue, I love the fact that you are taking your experience to help other people, passing that forward. And of course, we know that we fight for marriages. We we want to see marriages thrive. But in the event that uh, that it dies, um, there are some things that you may need to know and, and that can help you. And so one of the things that you talk about is how important it is for a spouse or a former spouse to treat um, that 
maybe not ex, so you may not want to call them an ex, but treat that former spouse with respect, especially in front of the kids. Talk to us about uh, just the temptation, I guess, to lash out at them in front of the kids, but how you can back away from that. Well, well, um, Tavi, as I mentioned before, uh, God has uh, prepared me to uh, to speak on that uh, all of month of um, January in my reading. Uh, the words "arise and go" come forth <laughs> every time you turn around. There's "arise and go," and so I would say the first thing that you need to do is arise and go straight to a quiet place, and as a believer, draw closer to God. Uh, Find out his character and how he is going to be there for you. And and even as an unbeliever, you need to uh, draw close to God. Don't run the other way. That would be the worst thing that you can do. And, you know, Psalm 139 tells us all about those fancy big words, omnipotent and omnipresent and all that. But what do they mean? It means that God knows me. He knows everything about me. He's everywhere. Uh, he made me, and he's he's all powerful to take care of the situation. And also in those verses, we're to search our hearts and see if there be any anxious thoughts in us. And uh, Tavi, we all bring um, baggage into our marriages that we have to work out too. So it's not just one person that uh, that contributes to the the failed marriage. So we have to examine ourselves first and mm-hmm. foremost, and yeah. then we need to arise and go for help. Mm. Go to a counselor, go to your pastor, go to a trusted friend, but please, please, please guard your heart during this journey. Well-meaning people are going to tell you all sorts of things, and it's just going to confuse you, you know, terribly. And then you conduct yourself like you were mentioning, uh, Tabi, in front of the children, follow um, God's word in Ephesians 4, 25 through 32. It talks about uh, for the four rules of communication. You've got to be honest, keep it current. You attack the problem and not the person. And you act and you don't react, Father, because, you know, um, you don't want to play the blame game. And like you said, you don't want to uh, bring the children in. In the middle of it, because that that's their mom and their dad, and uh, so those are just some of the practical things. It's it's not easy to bring your emotions under control, but you have you have to you have that choice, and then mo- mostly you have to learn how to walk in the spirit. He asks us to walk in the spirit, you know, walk in the light, and that's what Moody. Uh, Moody's commentary is all this week, you know, today in the word, I'm sorry, today in the word is all about walking in the light. So we have that, you have access to learn how to do that, Father, and, and uh, along the way. So those are just some of the basic things that, that might be helpful in the very beginning. And so when you find yourself in the midst of this rain, Sue, a lot of times people, especially in the church, are struggling with guilt and shame and hopelessness if they're going through a divorce. And it can feel like things are just not going to get better. What could you say to that person right now that would bring hope? Well, I I don't in any way want to minimize what they're going through, but and I can't promise that it would be easy. But I can promise you, if you turn to God that uh, and follow biblical principles, you will become stronger and you will uh, maintain your dignity and honor God. 
And as far as shame, that says I am a mistake, A-M. And we know that's not true if we're if we're a child of God. And uh, the guilt is also taken care of at the cross. He's, he's forgiven us past, present, and future, and he doesn't want you to live in that. And so in Deuteronomy, it says to be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble, for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. And that's Deuteronomy 31.6. Sue, thanks so much for being here with us on Mornings with Tom and Toby.